Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents, and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload, and of course, increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn, and uh, yeah, it's really, 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 really great to be here. I'm so excited and there's lots of things I want to tell you about. Uh, First off, Marketing with Soul, the doors are open for that, and there is a huge surprise for the first five people that join. Uh, There's capacity to take 10 people, but the big surprises for the first five and I'm talking to some people over the weekend and next week and if you would like a chance to get that huge surprise let me know the other thing that's happening is um, the amazing Kim Ross psychologist and networking coach extraordinaire she's going to be running a free networking event for you in the Counselors Connect Australia group tomorrow. So if you're part of that group, come along. You're going to love it. All the details are inside the group. She's going to be talking about um, the relationship between networking and self-care, among other things. So I'm sure you are going to love it so much. And the other thing that you're going to love so much is a super special treat for everybody that's in the Australian Counselors in Private Practice online group. Uh, You are being blessed with um, an amazing aura clearing uh, workshop on Sunday that's being run by the beautiful and talented Bianca Brewer. So Bianca Brewer is from State of Mind Therapies and This is her jam. She's all things energy and counselling. And I'm sure you are absolutely going to love it. The event details are in the group. So if you're in the group and you haven't seen it yet, I pinned them to the very top. So you will see it straight when you go in there today. I know. So much fun. I love our groups so, 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 so much. Oh, and if you're in the private practice with Soul Inner Circle, um, I dropped a very special private practice planner. Oh gosh, say that 10 times fast (laughs) for you in the group today that you can go and download. It's got some, um, you know, really fun clickable links in it for you as well. Um, And yeah, I think that's about it as far as updates go. (laughs) Um, My update is I'm currently um, I've created for myself a 30-day challenge to create more freedom. Uh, I think I mentioned this last time, so I won't go into it too much more, but I'm on day 10 and I'm documenting absolutely everything so that if it all works out, fingers crossed, toes crossed, all the rest, and I can manifest this, I want to be able to teach you what I did and how I did it so that you can create more freedom as well. I know, I told you, so much happening. If we're not connected on Facebook and you want some more information about all of the good things, um, yeah, reach out. Always happy to make new friends and new acquaintances and get you involved in the group. So 
What I wanted to do today was this um, actual episode is not actual episode. This episode today is actually a request from one of the uh, members in the Counselors Connect Australia group. And it was about uh, fees. You know, this comes up a lot. (laughs) Um, And you know what? I know I have done podcasts on this before, but probably not for a little while. Um, But I just wanted to unpack it for you a little bit differently um just because we've got so many new members i mean every day there's like i don't know 20 people joining and i'm just being really conscious of how many people i'm accepting <laughs> into the group on a day because i don't want to overwhelm the group um with all the new faces and all the new people <laughs> um but the group's just growing and growing and growing in leaps and bounds which is so beautiful um so it might be a good time uh, for those of you who are new to my world to share with you a little bit about how we can uh, approach that very sensitive topic of fees. So here's the deal. One of the things that I saw and I was engaged in sort of a back and forth conversation with one of our members about this as well, uh, was about this whole idea of saying to people, you know, um, I charge the gap. (laughs) So as a counsellor, I feel like it's a tricky thing to be able to say that you charge the same gap that a psychologist would for the very fact that psychologists charge different gaps is not it's not a standard fee right so some psychologists might only charge like I used to 10 or 15 dollars while others might charge I don't know a gap of maybe 150 dollars or something more um so when you say to a client who wants to see you that no you don't Um, work with Medicare rebates but don't worry because you charge the the proximate gap of a psychologist I think that that's really confusing for the client Um, because chances are maybe the client has already had psychology before um, and they might have if they have then they're definitely going to have an idea of what the out-of-pocket was and if your fee doesn't align with that then it's going to cause more you know, just messiness. And I really feel that, well, I would love to guide you around maybe not saying that you charge the approximate gap because you just don't and you don't know what a gap charge is because it's all different. And I don't want you to lose clients because of the confusion. Um, Also, I don't want you feeling like you have to compensate because you're not on Medicare because the reality is you don't need to compensate. Your job is different to what a psychologist does. Um, Psychologists, yes, they do do talk therapy, but they're trained in other things as well, whereas counsellors are experts in talk therapy. So you have just as much right as anybody else to charge a fee. You do not need to apologise for your fee. You're a specialist in what you do if you want to be taken seriously by the community by potential referrers by colleagues you need to charge an appropriate fee it's not your job it's not on you to be affordable and to you know undercharge for your services and by that we have women in our group that are charging forty dollars fifty dollars $60 for like 90 minute sessions because they want to be affordable and what do you think is happening for them are they getting booked out well some are some aren't but are they starting to show signs of burnout some are some aren't 
undercharging is a really fast way to you starting to get burnout okay and when you get burnt out you're no good to yourself and you're no good to anybody else okay so I think you know there are absolutely absolutely counsellors who want to work with a certain socio-economic demographic and that's fine if that's what you really want to do and if that's on your heart to do it do it but please be sure to do it mindfully respecting your boundaries respecting your time if you're only charging 40 or 50 or 60 or 80 dollars a session chances are you're going to be earning less than minimum wage Um, and the return on your investment for your education your memberships your insurances your name registration your website your business cards your flyers all the things your supervision your mentoring your coaching your facebook ads all all of that it's just not going to equate and you you may struggle and that can lead to not a nice place for you emotionally or financially or even for some of us health-wise you know stress can take a real toll on our bodies on our relationships on our health and well-being so when you think about your fee I want you to understand that it's not your responsibility to be the cheapest counsellor. You don't have to charge an arm and a leg, um, but you do need to charge a fee that's going to allow you not to burn out, that's going to allow you to show up and, and do the work, that's going to allow you to easily and comfortably invest in the business because the older the business gets, the more it's going to need like you might want to upgrade your website you might want to go and do some amazing pd like maybe you really want to go and do some emdr courses maybe you really want to go and do like a russ harris retreat or something like that if you're burning yourself out you're not going to have the energy or the money or the time to go and do those sorts of things so make sure when you choose your fee that it's a fee that's going to support you and support the practice because in so many ways of thinking about it you are the practice okay Um, plus you're role modeling for your clients so that's really 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 important I just want you to be mindful of that the other reason so you know there is there is a little bit of a under uh, underculture. I was going to say undertow, sort of subculture about you know this mindset that we need to be cheap and we need to be affordable because we're not psychologists. So I just want to say that's a myth, okay? And it's it's you're not a bad person if you don't want to subscribe to that way of thinking, okay? You get to choose the right fee for you. The other thing that tends to drive the undercharging um, or the concern around fees um, is different and that can be a scarcity mindset. And by that I mean I've worked with so many women that have, I haven't seen it with the men that I've worked with. Um, In my experience it's the women and the women feel like if they're not affordable they're not going to fill their diary whatever fully booked looks like so for some people it might be 20 clients a week for some people like me it might be six or seven um but there's a perception that you're going to get more clients if you're cheaper um now in some areas that's true in other areas it's not um but i think if it's scarcity 
that's driving the decisions in your business, that's a bit of a sign from the universe that maybe you need to get some specialist mentoring or supervision to support you in working through some of this deeper stuff. Now, that's difficult to do in supervision without moving into more of a therapy area. But it's certainly something that can be done in coaching um, and it's certainly something that can be done in workshops and courses and programs and things like that. But I really feel if you want to be making business decisions, that those business decisions would be better for you to come from a growth mindset. Okay, and I'm not talking about just, you know, fantasizing about having a fully booked diary and how amazing it's going to be. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a growth mindset being how do we create the structure around the diary for the practice? What does that fee need to look like? And how does the soft part of me come in and embody all of this so that I can, you know, fill my diary with the people that are right for me at this point in my career, at this point in my private practice? So it's a more sort of soul-based, gently, gently approach that's integrated with the idea of the masculine energy there, okay? We can't just be in the feminine where we're just giving and nurturing and doing all of the things we also need to be able to receive and I think there are many counselors that struggle with that idea of receiving and that that's perhaps what drives some of the difficult or challenging decisions that we make as women in our business so it's just something I want you to be aware of and think about but Here's what I believe. I believe that, um, you know, a fee is really just an exchange. You know, it's just an an energy exchange. That's really all it is. And I think that often too, what you see in your practice is a direct manifestation of your past thoughts, feelings, you know, and behaviors. So if you have doubt that people are going to pay, you're probably going to manifest people that struggle to pay. If you doubt that you're on the right fee, you'll probably get um, the manifestation of people that also doubt whether you're charging the right fee. Um, I really feel like there's an energy attached to the fee so that when you market, whether that's your website or an email or a podcast or your social or whatever, there's going to be energy that's bound into the way you sell your practice, the way you sell and market your services, the way you speak to your clients. And if you have a tone or a vibe of hesitation or guilt or apology or anything like that, that's probably not going to instill confidence in your client. You know, the client that really needs you now needs you to lead the way and be really confident and know your worth and know your value because how can they trust in you if you don't trust in your own worth and your own value do you follow like is that making sense um so I would really spend some time reflecting on you know what comes up for me like if I said to you today um okay here's what I would love for you to do now this is just hypothetically I'm I'm absolutely not saying this this is just a what if or for example okay Let's imagine that I said to you, hey, I want you to bump your fee by $15 today, right? And I want this sorted out by by the next four weeks or something. What's the first thing that comes up for you? 
because when it happens to me, like when I think, oh, I've got to up my fee, um, what comes up for me is probably a lot of the same as what comes up for you. Like I think to myself, nobody can afford it. Um, I'm not going to get many clients. How will I pay my bills if I don't have many clients? All those kinds of things come to my mind, just like they're going to come to yours. And here's the thing, those thoughts always come up and they're going to continue to come up every year when you raise your fees. (laughs) It's something we need to get used to and we need to accept. And I really feel like it's the mark of a conscientious private practice owner that would even have those thoughts. Um, The trick is in not allowing yourself to subscribe to those thoughts. The trick is in understanding where those thoughts come from um, and the function of those thoughts. Obviously, those thoughts are there to protect you and keep you safe, um, safe from um, having an empty diary, safe from not manifesting the money, safe from all the things. Um, And you know what? You're probably going to say to yourself something like, you know, oh, my clients can't afford me. But here's the thing. When you up level you or when you shift your fee or you shift your focus you also shift your audience and not everybody's going to come along with you some people will some people will alternatively wrap up treatment they won't need it anymore therapy anymore Um, and other people will say do you know what I'm going to need a referral elsewhere so you can always count on taking you know a small percentage of people with you into the new fee Um, and it doesn't mean that they like you or they don't like you and it's nothing personal Um, but remember that you're also now speaking to a whole fresh audience that probably haven't heard of you before that probably don't know that you're around Um, and they're the ones that are going to start booking in with you so one of the ways that um, you know I work with women to increase their fees for example is as part of the tapering on, tapering off process, you know, we choose a date and we say, right, all new bookings from this date um, are coming in at the new fee. And invariably what happens is within 24, 48 hours, they, they're booking the next person on the new fee and it wasn't even a big deal. So I want you to understand that changing fees is always going to be challenging. But to work through it the easiest way is to accept the thoughts that you're having acknowledge their role acknowledge what those thoughts are trying to do and then just thank them and let those thoughts on their merry way and keep your eye on why it's time for you to increase your fee right if it is time but like when the time comes remember why you need to do it you need to do it to cover your rent to cover your on cost to cover your operating costs to cover your tax to cover your superannuation to cover the cost of living to cover right there's a reason why and you're not the only business in the world that's increasing fees everybody increases their fees at least once every year to keep up with things like cost of living expenses okay so there's no, there's power and empowerment in remembering why you're doing this and remembering too that maybe you want to I don't know it'll take a while to save up the extra money that comes in but maybe you want to get better furniture maybe you want to get a different premises maybe you want to upgrade your computer um maybe you want to I don't know uh, 
just upgrade or maybe you want to yeah just invest in yourself there are so many things that you do with that money that is for your client okay as I mentioned to you before nearly so I wasn't gonna say nearly all so much of the profit that I make with my business gets reinvested I think I mentioned to you before I'm, I'm currently I've got five coaches at the moment <laughs> so you know just an example (laughs) I've got five coaches at the moment and I just bought new software and things like that so having that fee allows me to do all of that having that fee allows me to give back to my communities with all the freebies that I give them and to um, love my communities so much and give them so much the pdfs the swipe files the podcasts the videos the bite-sized trainings the connections the coaching the the coaching calls the portals you know multiple member portals the etsy store with really affordable prices on things that cost me a lot more than ten dollars but I can do all of that because of my fee. My fee allows me to do so much more and help so many more people than if I was undercharging. My fee also allows me to do things like yesterday. Like yesterday was crazy. The night before I went to bed and I was, um, I'm studying a mastership in Reiki at the moment, okay? So I went to bed and I'm on Teachable and I'm doing the Reiki meditation thing. It was the first time that I had done it. And anyway, I woke up I woke up during the night twice and I was so dizzy. I was losing my balance, um, falling against the wall. I didn't know what was going on. Like I'm not a person that really gets sick. I'm the sort of person that works through sickness or works with sickness. Um, But this knocked me about. And then I got up yesterday morning and I was just so dizzy. All I could do was sit down. Like I was okay if I was sitting down, but if I had to get up and move around, I was yeah, a right wreck. I had no idea what was going on. I was able to see two of my clients in the morning, not my afternoon client, because I just had to, you know, take the afternoon off and just go and be horizontal. Like that was it. Um, And it was the universe just kind of telling me, you know, take a break and everything. But at the same time, because of the fees that I charge, I'm able to take time out on short notice to care for myself, to look after my well-being. Now, could I have stayed there and done that last appointment? Maybe, but it wouldn't have been any good for the client because I'm not in my great energy. So she would have missed out on getting the best of me. It wouldn't have been value for her money. I wouldn't have been showing up in integrity, but it's because of that fee that I charge. And it's because the clients I work with now that are understanding of things like burnout, that are understanding of things like needing to cancel on short notice for all kinds of reasons that can zig to my zag I've got that now and I've got these beautiful deep understanding trustful relationships with these women that I work with and it's because of that fee so I have freedom in my practice already um Back in the day when I was a psychologist and I was bulk billing, not charging clients 
anything out of their own pocket, just taking the Medicare rebate, which was $74, then it went to $78, and it was $84, and now it's $88. Um, I think it was like 14 years we were stuck on the same rate of this $74. And I think after our expenses, like our tax, our super and stuff like that, I think we were all clearing about $16 an hour or, or $23 an hour. It was really bad. Like it was less than minimum wage and we're psychologists with PhDs. <laughs> anyway, um, that's what, it's part of the reason I'm not a fan of Medicare. Anyway, um, we used to sit there and there'd be three of us all in this medical clinic. Sometimes there'd be five, depending on the day of the week that it was. We're all there, all doing bulk billing, all booking in, you know, 12 to 14 clients during the day, all praying that the clients would turn up <laughs> so that we would get paid. Um, and I remember so many times, so many of us just feeling exhausted and depleted and um, as if we were burned out, you know, it was it was tough slog sometimes. And I can remember still going to work even when I was really sick, like right next door to one of the clinics that I worked at, there was a dental um, clinic and I one day I had a really bad toothache and I had um, a cancellation in my diary so I ran next door to the dentist and I said um, you know I'm from next door I'm over at the medical clinic here I've got a cancellation at the moment can somebody have a look at my tooth so the dental clinic was run by all ladies as well and um, they had a look and they did the x-ray and they're like you've got a double abscess and that tooth needs to be removed um, and I said okay but I've got a client in like 20 minutes and I said that's okay we'll do it now they yanked out that tooth, wadded it up with cotton wool and cloves, and I went back to work with a mouthful of cotton wool and saw a client, well, saw clients for the rest of the day, actually. Um, that's what it was like. And I just want to share that with you because I don't want that to happen for you. Like back then, I didn't know any better, right? That was my normal. That was the culture of the environment that I was working in. So I didn't know any differently. I know a heck of a lot differently now. Do not make the mistake of undercharging and running yourself into the ground and risking your health and your well-being like I did. Um, if you want to charge your fee, make sure it's not from scarcity. Make sure it's not attached to your mindset around bookings. Um, make sure that that fee is in alignment with your heart and soul and make sure that that fee is going to support you in achieving what you want for your private practice. So for me, my big goal right now is increasing my freedom. The reason that I want to increase my freedom is because my caring responsibilities are increasing, as you know, like Gabe's not 100% looking after my mum, all that sort of stuff. So I need more flexibility and I need more freedom. So that's why my fee is where it is so for me I want to say the fee that I've got at the moment how is that fee going to support me in achieving this value I have at the moment of getting more freedom the diary that I have at the moment how's that going to help me in achieving my goal of more freedom the 
memberships I've got at the moment? How do they help me with my goal of having more freedom? Um, marketing with soul, you know, the door's been open to that now and that group starting in a few weeks. How is that group going to contribute to me having more freedom? So I really use a values-based, soul-based approach to align not only my fee, but everything that I'm doing in my business. So that's what I would encourage you to think about. Really think about what's your big motivation at the moment. It's not about money. It's going to be about helping people or it's going to be about more time with your family or it's going to be about financial freedom perhaps or whatever it is. So I really want you to make not only decisions about your fee but decisions about everything in your practice using that fee as your anchor point. Yep, that's probably some of the best advice that I can give you that you're not going to hear anywhere else as well. But this is the difference between approaching private practice through the lens of spirituality, through the lens of the masculine and feminine. Do you see by having a structure around your value and your fee, which is masculine, you then get to do more of the feminine stuff, right? You're going to show up differently when you're getting paid in a way that aligns with your value. You're going to be in a different energy. That's all feminine. Okay, you could be able to make the place nicer. You're going to be able to invest in, I don't know, a great supervision with your dream supervisor. You're going to be able to go and do that next course that you really, 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 really want to do. That all that stuff is going to make you better. And you're, this is what helps you feel energized in your practice. When what you're doing is congruent with your values and your soul's purpose, that's when you feel in flow. That's when you feel energized. And that's exactly what's covered in Marketing with Soul. So please contact me if this is something that you're interested in taking further. Um, I'm here to help you. This program is all about using the masculine and the feminine, using that spiritual lens to call in the right clients for you. Um, yes, you're going to learn how to market, but no, not in a pushing, coercive, convincing way. It's not about that. It's about working through the lens of the masculine and the feminine, having that balance, having that alignment, having that practice from a loving soul space. That's what it's all about, Marketing with Soul. So I look forward to catching up with you soon. Um, please connect with me on Instagram at The Private Practice Coach or on Facebook for more details about Marketing with Soul. As I said, there's, uh, there's only 10 places open, but a huge surprise for the first five that join. Okay, have a wonderful Thursday and I'll see you soon. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.